What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Donktober 7th, 2020, a Wednesday, which means I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the Rogue One at Gary Witta. Hello, Greg. How are you, sir? I am excellent, Gary. How are you? Good. I'm going to turn down the color temperature on my light because it's making me look very warm. Well, you're doing that thing, too, where you're opening one eye, like you're staring well, right into the purple to, sun or something. I mean, it's giving me this, like, Trumpian orange face that i really sure sure it's not a good look for me or for that's anyone. not the style you want <laughs> no, very much very yeah much don't worry more. about that all right gary it's been one week since i saw you we actually had two in a row back to back kind of funny games daily how are you feeling today are you ready to talk about some video game news are you excited absolutely absolutely i'm in a uncharacteristically good mood this morning i'm ready yeah. ready to deliver some uh nuclear hot takes let's let's go Let's well, here, that's my favorite thing is like right now it's like, you know, of course, we just reviewed Batman forever in uh, in review on YouTube.com slash kind of funny. The Two-Face coin has been flipped. And I saw in the chat as we literally as we hit start, uh, Gaming Demaxinator says, hope for some positivity from Gary today. And that's the wild card with Gary Woody. Is he going to be what, a good I, Gary I, or bad su- Woody? Are you, is someone suggesting that I'm not, that my default mode isn't? Positive. I always try to look on the bright side. Ah, but it's, you're, positive. Yeah, but you're one. Gary, you have like the you have that British sense of positivity, which is like the overabundance. You know what I mean? I call out the bullshit when I see it. I, I, I can't wait for your takes on today, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, today we're going to be talking about we fact we've seen inside the PlayStation Five. PlayStation trophies are getting an overhaul, and we have some Super Nintendo World news because this is kind of funny. Games Daily, each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show. You can go to Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny Games. Give us your questions, comments, concerns, everything under the Daily Video Game Sun. Of course, on Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny Games. You can support us and get each and every episode of Games Daily ad-free. You can get it with the exclusive post show we do only on Patreon. And like I said, be in the show. Be a Patreon producer. Take care of yourself. Get the exclusive Patreon show. Bless way. There's a whole bunch of different things going on. However, if you have no bucks tossed our way, it's no big deal. You can watch us record the show live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. If you're watching live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames uh, right now, just like Mr. Shago is, Indrux12 is, Spidey Sense is, uh, why not first off toss us a sub? If you have Amazon Prime, you have Gaming Prime, which gives you a free 30-day subscription to a channel of your choice. But of course... Remember, you have a special job on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. You need to go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. Tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosterteeth.com, and listening on podcast services around the globe each and every weekday. Some housekeeping for you. Number one, had a rock in mind in the middle of that intro. Did it slow me down one second? No way, Gary. Pertilla could climb up here right now. Take a spoon. Take out my eye. I'd keep keep podcasting. Uh, Housekeeping for you. Uh, We played Among Us yesterday. It was my first time playing Among Us. You can catch this star-studded Let's Play featuring Sancho West, uh, Andrea Renee, Lucy James, uh, Fran, all of Kind of Funny on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games right now. Also, Gary Witta's best friend Jeff Keighley came on We Have Cool Friends yesterday. You can get that on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny. And, of course, the We Have Cool Friends podcast feed, wherever you get your podcasts. Fascinating conversation about what it's like to plan the Game Awards in 2020 how Jeff got all these PlayStation 5 scoops that even Sony didn't talk about, and why Gary Witta is his best friend. Hard pass. Thank you to our Patreon producers, James Davis, at James Davis Makes, Blackjack, and Tom Bach. Today we're brought to you by Upstart, Quip, and Brooklinen, but I'll tell you about them later. For now, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. For some news, we got four items on the Roper Report. I'm Baker Wow, wow, that was like Sega. You did like an in the Sega voice. Sega! You know, Kevin, he's like a ghost. You can't you can't call him out when you want him. I've been watching a lot of horror movies in Conrad. Ke- anyway. Kevin, Kevin's not a, a performing monkey, Greg. He's not going to just do things that you want him to do. The, the way that he keeps it fresh is he does it when you least expect it. He's not now, Gary, hold on. I'm on fire. I'm on fire. Uh, I mean, that's what well, Kevin is in, a, is in rare form as well, well today. Here's the thing, show. Gary. I don't know if you're aware. I think this might be your first show since we've instituted the gold star policy. Is that correct? What is the gold star policy? So if Kevin can earn 25 gold stars in the month of October, <laughs> I'm going to throw him a pizza party. 
This sounds remarkably similar to a scheme we currently have working with our eight-year-old at home. Is it Book It? Oh, because <laughs> I'm basing it's, it on Book It, the old Pizza Hut program. She gets, she does chores and she gets merits, and if she, you know, depending on how many stars and things she gets, she gets to do fun things like you know, have like family movie night and pizza night and stuff like yeah, that. So sure. Okay, okay. If it works on my kid, it my guess is it'll work on it'll work on Kevin. It'll work on I his agree. kid. <laughs> right now, Kevin has six gold stars. Of I think course, it's seven. Mubot keeping that seems wrong. I'm what, telling what, you what, how, how can he how can he earn gold stars? What kind of the hosts give need? them out? The hosts Gary, give them you out. can okay. give me a is gold star arbitrary? for being a voice. Hey, thing. He's a co-host. He's a co-host. Well, I don't no, know if I Gary don't, can just I, I, I think, I, well, this is very interesting. Do I have the, the, the authority to, to give gold stars? Gary, here's, here's the thing. I, you I'll can say, prove you have the authority by giving me a gold star right now. You know what I mean? And no one is gonna fight you. Here's what I'll say. In on on a provisionary basis here, I will give Gary I will give Gary somebody in the your chat keep track of this. I'm giving Gary two gold stars right now to give out as he sees fit, they, and they don't expire on this show. Oh, wow, you're gonna ration them to me? Oh, I want to see how you use them and how you because I don't need you I'll giving them, them 24. Wisely. You know what I mean? I don't need you just going crazy. So you've been given two. I've given you two. Gary, to see don't how you let feel him bully right? into you can not I, can giving I me the them, love I deserve. I, could I keep them themselves? Could I keep them myself or award? Sure, them to but myself? they're gonna expire at the end of October. Okay. All right. Well, that's good. Maybe, like, okay. What kind of rewards could I get? Could I redeem? I haven't thought that. I'll buy you if no, you can no. Get... This isn't. This isn't how this works. <laughs> you get away from my goddamn Number pizza party. Number one on the for report. Number one on the rope for report. Uh, over on the PlayStation blog and on the PlayStation YouTube channel, they've put down a PlayStation Five teardown. This is a seven-minute video of them taking apart the PlayStation Five, talking about all the aspects of it, and. Uh, really just showing you how this thing works kevin i put in an overall link to the youtube video if we can look at that while i read from the playstation blogs uh, first post about it and then i put some highlights in there to get back to so reading from the playstation blogs accompanying article i thought thought these two paragraphs were interesting we felt it was an inevitable we felt it was inevitable to make a generational leap in terms of performance in order to deliver a new next generation gaming experience However, to do so, we had to balance every aspect of the system, from focusing on reducing the noise level to enhancing the cooling capacity more than ever before. We've also highlighted the mechanism in the video below uh, that we've incorporated into the PS5 console to make the operating sounds even quieter. After an extensive and complex trial and error process, we have um, we were sorry pleased with the end result, and I cannot wait to hear fans give their hands-on impressions of the PlayStation console and quote hear it for themselves. So. Gary, as we go through this, you see it's starting to cut, cut around it. If, Kevin, can you go back to the very first uh, shot of this man with the PlayStation 5? There you go. That, yeah, just give me a wide shot of this thing. All right, so PlayStation 5 teardown. It's going to fade in here. It's, you got to hit play, Kev. It's, it's paused. This is just a white I screen. Just there you go. Gary, look at how fucking big this thing is. That's a big fucking thing. You know what I mean? That's a Gary, big old boy. <laughs> look, at, I'm getting hot and bothered by this thing. It's indecent, and I love it. Size does matter, Greg, and um, I, I'm I'm sorry, but lol, it's we all knew it was going to be big. We've yeah. seen these renders, we've seen these comparison, you know, uh, speculative images, and people have said, oh, you know, but you know, surely it's not this or that. It's not that big. I always said, like, we need to see it, like, really, like, I need to see someone holding it, or we need to see it in the flesh to really get a sense. And now we've seen it. My God, that is, it's, I'm, I'm sorry. You know, you know, I'm not anti-PlayStation. I have two no, of them on pre-order. I'm very excited about, you know, Mars if and I, get, and I mean, hold a on, lot a full time stuff. out, a full time out. If someone's going to look at this and tell you that is not a, an enormous system, they are on another planet it's of what they're looking giant. at. It's, I, I'm sorry, but it is, I think even play, I think this is something that, I'd like to think that all of us can cross these tribal lines here. And even the most hardcore PlayStation fan would surely be willing to admit that thing is comically large, comically large. It's, it, I, I mean, it's, it's funny how big it I is. I agree with you 100%, but here, now here's my thing about it. Do you care? Like, do you look at that and you're like, oh my God, like, I think it's comically large. Yes, it's humongous. And I, and I, sh be I showed it, <laughs> I woke up this morning and I saw that on my Twitter feed Leah was kind of like half awake next to me. She has been concerned about it because like she doesn't want this big, giant, ugly thing in the living room. And I said, oh, you know, you've been concerned about like how big it is. Well, here it is. And she looked at it and she just made this sound. It's it, she just it was just this like groan, just like, oh, like she was not thrilled. I mean, yeah, 
it's going to be a real issue for a lot of people in terms of will it fit, you know, in my little sad little Ikea cabinet and things like that. Uh, <laughs> I think people are going to have real issues in terms of how they're going to display or orient it because it is massively, massively big. A lot of these pre-made Ikea cabinets and things like that, the the, the holes in them, the compartments are cut for you know, what, you know, what has always been the standard size for electronics and i and i honestly think it's going to ex it's, this is just not going to fit in a lot of cabinets and people are going to have to do something else with it now to that line of thinking isn't xbox in the same uh in terms of they're making a console outside of the normal form factor aren't they in the same ballpark of it i know when i got the xbox series x here that was my first thing is like oh i'm gonna lay it horizontal that's obviously how my entertainment system set up and there was that moment of gliding in of like oh my god is this is it gonna fit through the opening and it did but it's like flush now with like the i mean they're part. very it's hard to tell because they're very different form factors you know the series x is like is is more kind of boxy and cuboid and the PlayStation 5 is more like long and tall and sleek, yeah. but just very, very big and wide. So I don't know if anyone's done the math on this in terms of like just simply by volume, which one is bigger, regardless of, you know, how the dimensions are configured. Um, my sense is, Greg, my sense is, uh, given the comparative size of the two things, because we have now seen them next to one another, the PlayStation 5, I think, is inarguably quite, la quite a lot larger um and given that have you seen them next to each other there was that render going around of them on the no, table I've, but it was a digital version of the playstation 5 there i think I, the I, I've, seen, I've, I've seen a, i've seen a couple of, of of pictures of them side by side that i think you know are fairly accurate but even just okay. it, I, just looking at like you know a picture of you holding the series x and then this guy with the playstation 5 you can put the two things together and i think make a fairly a fairly accurate guess that the playstation 5 is quite a bit bigger than the series x Given that they're roughly comparable in terms of performance, if anything, the Series X is more powerful than the PlayStation 5. Um, there's lots, you know, lots of different things where the PlayStation 5 maybe does this a bit better, Series X does that a bit better. Again, they're not massively different in terms of performance. I've, I've got to conclude, given the, the two sizes and how they've both approached the airflow and the cooling, and because that's really the defining factor, right. that the Series X is just better engineered because they've got, a they've got two systems of roughly the same power Microsoft somehow managed to get it into a box that is not comically large. PlayStation 5 went with a box that is comically large. I think the Xbox box is comically large. Just I saying. mean, I thought I it was until I saw it. the PlayStation 5. I mean, I it, that's a bigger the joke. It's the a better joke, is all I'm saying. The size and format of the Xbox Series X is amusing. The size and, for, the size and dimensions of the PlayStation 5 is hilarious. There's a difference. So one of the things that's interesting about it, and I, Kevin, just let it play. You're doing a great job here. Not gold star yet, but you're doing a great job. Uh, obviously, we're going through ports. We can talk about that in a second. But I think it, you're inter it's interesting you bring up the heat. And right now, as we look at it, they're talking about the air vents and how the entire back is vents. This is the big thing that they're talking about in this video, is that the PlayStation 5 is this big of a machine, right, to better balance the fan, which we're about to, actually, after this, we'll see the fan, uh, to balance the fan, to get the air moving, to cool the unit, and then they show some dust catchers. If you could jump to that, Kevin, that's at 234. Uh, obviously, one of the big complaints about PlayStation 4 is how goddamn fucking loud the thing is. You can look through my Twitter feed, Tim's Twitter feed, Gary's Twitter feed. You see oh. us talking about how uh, it oh. sounds like our, our jet's about to take off. So in the shot before this, we saw the giant uh, fan. Here you see him pointing at these dust catcher vents. Now, the idea being there, as he says in this video, the fan obviously moving the air, sucking it in there, you pop off the top and you can just vacuum out these holes. Even though there is a disclaimer at the end of the video that says it's not, it doesn't guarantee it catches everything. But it is nice to see them taking to heart the biggest complaint I think so many of us had with the PlayStation 4 is how fucking loud it is and cooling it and keeping it that way. Uh, they talk in here, they get into the more uh, the heat sink chips, this, that, the other, this is the expandable storage. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, but I like the fact that the PlayStation 5 is built with the idea. Oh, no, actually, they're going to eventually go into the Blu-ray optical drive here, too. The super quality HD, whatever. And to show you how it's double insulated so you don't hear the disc spin either. It does seem that this generation or for these consoles, on top of the loading, the other thing people have complained a lot about is that these consoles sound so goddamn loud. So that they're going in and addressing that. Now, what's interesting, Gary. Now, you know, I do want to preface that this did not make the Roper Report as news. 
it's from other friends in the industry who have the Xbox Series X. Did you see this yesterday? People talking about the heat coming off of the Xbox Series X on Giant no, Bomb on one of the podcasts. It got talked about, and then a couple of other people did that. They all got uh, put together in a video game, uh, a video games chronicle article talking about, uh, hey, the Xbox Series X gets as hot as a chimney, and that the the expandable storage on the back gets super hot, and uh, it could. It's, I think one of the quotes was, "It could." Um, uh it was like it it could heat a flat that was it now i you're talking about engineering and and if the xbox series x is better engineered of it no one has the playstation 5 other than travis scott who has a burger as well nobody has the playstation 5 so there's no way to talk about if this cooling system works how quiet it really is in your house how it's going to be after years in the same breath for xbox series x I have an Xbox Series X under my TV right now. I've been using it. They were even saying it was hot in standby mode. I went over today and touched my unit and standby. It was <laughs> you touched your unit. <laughs> it was quiet air. I mean, it was cold as hell. And when I play the game, I'm playing on the couch. I have not felt any heat coming off. So yada yada yada. I wanted to put that out there, not for this argument. It definitely not to say one's right or the other, but in terms of it'll be interesting going forward if the PlayStation Five, yes, is a giant fucking birthday cake size unit but if it actually does stay cooler than the xbox or if this xbox thing is just very uh specific cases that have had it and not it because again i have not experienced that but again full disclosure playing last night i didn't walk over and put my hands by it but yeah listen some some things um we'll only know the answers to after they've been out in the wild for several months i mean what if the series x ends up fucking a bunch of them end up red ringing because they didn't get the thermal right i mean we don't know yet Totally, and that's the thing going forward. But we're going by we're going by what we know now. It's and and and, which is just the look of the thing, and and some limit and some limited exposure. You know, hands on with the Series X. No one's got a PlayStation Five yet. Again, all of this information is is coming, and more clarity will be forthcoming as soon as PlayStation steps up and starts chipping some units out to people to get to get hands on with. I'm sure that will happen very soon. Um, and, 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 and again, it may well be that PlayStation ends up winning the day here. If, you know, a year from now, people are complaining about their Series X sounding like a leaf blower and the PlayStation yeah. 5 being whisper quiet. Congratulations, PlayStation. You won that battle. And maybe it turns out that having a comically large box and massive heatsink and ridiculously large fan in order to solve the the noise and the cooling problem, if that ends up being the way to go, we'll all, we'll all go, well done, Sony. But right now, today, what we're talking about is the size of this thing. 100%. And it is hilarious. Now, two things I do want to jump back to in the video, Kev. If you want to go to the ports, that's in the 38-second mark there. I have a hyperlink for you. But you're also doing a great job, Kevin. I'm very proud of you. Um, I think it's interesting taking a look at what they have with the USB-C to USB-C because obviously the controllers are USB-C. Uh, they show here when they get into the ports uh, that, hey, right there, yeah, we have a USB-C and then a USB type A right there. If you let it go, Kevin, they do a little like graphic coming off them or whatever. So this is off the front of the unit, which again, this is stuff we've seen in screenshots, but it's nice to see it actually broken down. So USB type A port there and then in the back, two more uh usb a ports right kev if you let it play just a little bit further then then uh yeah type a and then the ethernet there hdmi and then power uh somebody pointed this out interestingly enough to me no optical out on this unit this year and that and i saw somebody in our questions freaking out not freaking out but being like whoa every gaming headset uses optical like it's crazy that this one doesn't and i'm gonna have to you know i have all this astro equipment how am i gonna hook it up well astro just astro just sent me an adapter and oh, this nice. is a, this, yeah, for for the for the A50s that I'm using right now, um, because the base station uses optical and the PlayStation Five doesn't support that. Um, again, I don't I don't know how user friendly a lot of that stuff stuff is going to be. There's no adapter required for the Series X, but Astro sent me an adapter specifically for the PlayStation Five um, uh, compatibility on the on the Astro headsets that I'm wearing right now. So yeah, I think for I think for some headsets that are using optical, people are going to have to invest in a in a dongle as well. It looks like. Now the other interesting thing, uh, we don't need to see it, Kev, but I do want to. We're basically going to pick right up there with the stand removal. So if you leave it where it was paused, um, the other interesting thing as you look through there, of course, no uh playstation cam report to go in there which of course isn't shocking if you've been paying attention to the minutiae the new playstation camera doesn't use the weird stupid optical thing you imagine it's going to be usb or usb like it always should have been and if you remember your playstation vr stuff 
works with PlayStation 5, and PlayStation has said that if you want to use your PlayStation 4 camera on the PlayStation 5, there's going to be an adapter you can get that they, they're going to have more details on soon, but still no hard details on that. I know. Have you ever used an optical cable? I know I know some audiophiles really like them, but I've never Dude, used way back, I've only The only time I've used optical cables were very a long time ago and i think it might even in ps3 and a little bit of ps4 but it was for an astro headset and it was for an old soundbar i had where i had it connect to the playstation and then into the soundbar that way we use optical cables heavily for bringing it into our audio system so that's going to be a fun challenge you know at uh at work whenever we get back Kevin, if there's if there's something i know it's that kevin coelho can fix anything and he'll get around this yeah no i'll figure it out that's true but still yeah, you know what I mean. I May- hear you, maybe I, hear you. I wonder if the Astros we can then pull optical out of them because they have an optical out. In which case we could get the, whatever dongle Gary keeps bragging about, and uh, then get optical out of that. <laughs> I love to brag about all my dongles. <laughs> yeah, you do. I see on there with you. I got these Astro earbuds. You're all over the place. You know what I, I actually mean? have it here. I should have. I should have grabbed it for the show. I could have done a show and tell. Uh, Kev, pop back up. This is the stand removal. This is uh, we're gonna get. I have a section here of uh, income the dunks, <laughs> people dunking on it. But here's the, the so this is the removing. You have to have the stand to stand the PlayStation Five up the right way. The stand comes included, by the way. Um, I think one of those nifty things as they go through it here, the way they've engineered this right of as they talk about it, taking the stand off and then the screw that would go into the base of it sliding in here popping in then you p- pull out this little uh, uh little nub that you put into the hole that would have been on the bottom but then even to and this is something we knew again looking at images of it uh having them spell it out don't show you how then you have to switch the stand to horizontal mode and clip it on the sides here and then put down there so you you shouldn't maybe slash can't put the playstation 5 uh horizontal without the stand otherwise obviously because of the weight distribution slash design it's going to be all seesaw on the stand the stand is clever in that um well i have a couple of thoughts about this first of all sure. i don't like the the, the 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 there's a screw i think there's is this the first console the that's ever been released that out of the box you're going to need a you're going to need a screwdriver to do basic shit with if so that's not great having said that i do like the the, the little solution there that they have with the little the little rubber nubby um and the little sliding Maybe. secret compartment that allows you to you know, put the screw somewhere because you know. Otherwise, yeah, you're going to lose that. You're screw. Lose it in two so seconds. I'm, yeah. I'm glad they've thought thought that through. But really, screwdrivers out of the box? Come on. I'm blown away that they're giving you this stand. Nor I, I feel like PlayStation. Don't they make you usually buy the stand? Yeah, when it's optional. Yeah. <laughs> when it's an optional thing of how you want to put your PlayStation, yes, they'll make you pay for it. Mm-hmm. When you're going to have this box like poof, under your entertainment center, sitting there all cockamamie, they're not going to let you do that. They're not going to be a part of that. Um, if you want to, Kevin. Uh, if you scroll down to bring on the dunks, if you want to click on, uh, uh, I think, uh, yeah, the first one there from Xbox UK, of course, PlayStation, uh, when it revealed PlayStation 4, uh, made a lot of history with the Shuhei Adam Boys video. That was, this is how you share your games on PlayStation. And then just passing the thing going, thanks. Uh, Xbox UK put this one up. How to switch the Xbox Series X from vertical to horizontal. And it's just, of course, it's standing horizontal and then or standing vertically and then standing uh, or sitting horizontally, which is a dynamite follow up to this video today. It's a dunk, Greg. It's a good dunk. It's good natured. I like it. The one thing I will say, and this will not earn me any favor, is that if you look at the Xbox Series X right there on its side, it still has the little stand footy at its base. Yeah. Permanent. I don't like how that looks. And and I'm saying that as a man who has. His Xbox Series that X little, that way right there. Because when I sit I on my couch that, and I, I catch side eye of it, it looks weird to have this stand permanent. I, yeah, I have I, the picture. I, oh, wow, Kevin's got a photo of my house already. It sounds like Gold had, Star performance, you know? I had, you know, I had wondered if that little circular plate on the bottom there was uh, removable. Shut we're giving up, Kevin he's giving me a gold star. We're giving, we're giving Kev a gold That's star. That's why I was after. talking over it because I don't, I don't like it. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. What were you saying, Gary? I was, I, I, when I first saw that little circular plate on the, on the, on the side and or bottom of the uh, Series X, I had wondered if that was removable. I guess it's not. And you're right. When it's on its side like that, uh, I don't think it looks uh, brilliant. But for you know, at, least, at least, at least you don't removable. have to fuck around with it. The whole point of like, this is the point I was making you when we were joking around on Twitter earlier this morning, Greg. The whole yeah. point, or at least a big point of, of consoles um, over, PC, in, uh, over PC gaming is that, yes, PCs are far, far superior in terms of um, uh, technical ability of, and, and range of games and all of that stuff. PCs are superior to consoles in almost every way, except one thing. 
consoles are, and or at least historically have been, um, much less hassle uh, to set up and use and play than uh, PCs. That is increasingly less and less the case because look at this thing now. I mean, this is this is almost like having a PC in your house. It's rough, oh, roughly okay. comparable to a micro. I would say a micro ATX PC tower. It's larger than a lot of Steambox uh, gaming PCs uh, that, that have been out there. Um, and and you know, we whenever you got into the memory, we'll get into that in a second. But like. You know, you're getting out screwdrivers and shit. I, like, for all, okay, for all, the, for for all those stand, people though, that Gary. like to dunk on PCs for gaming, well, get used to it because you're gonna, you're gonna, all you PlayStation fans, you're gonna have, you're getting closer to that PC gaming experience, but not in a good way. It's a stand. You know that the screwdriver on, part isn't the. Let's the talk, part let's we talk about the about memory. It. It's the update. Let's talk guys. about the memory. Yeah, exactly. That's I don't care. I don't mind. Yeah, the screwdriver on a PC, fine, whatever. It's when I turn it back on, it goes, Bebop, I need a driver. <laughs> it just fucks everything up. You know what I mean? Look at you, Gary. You were in fucking driver city before this. You couldn't even get connected. You know, anyways, we there. I was, was updating my graphics drivers, and I didn't even have to restart. It was easy. Yeah, whatever. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> no, no. You, I, I do want to bring up the yeah. You brought it brought up storage expansion. If you want to jump to that, uh, Kev, uh, two fifty one in the video. Uh, yeah, of course. We've known for a while that you're going to be able to expand the PlayStation's uh, memory. Oh, this is the dunk. We can start with the dunk if you want. I don't mind. Uh, in the video, 251, they show uh, how you get in there and you get to where you're going to actually be able to put in the expandable memory. Uh, Xbox, and, and who is this? Uh, X, underscore Xbox News, so not an official Xbox account, put up this thing of how to expand storage on next-gen consoles, and it's the comparison video of this guy with his screwdriver at the top popped off the PlayStation going in there, unscrewing where you would put the thing, and then on the Xbox side, just taking the one little terabyte card or whatever and plugging them in the back, which you have to admit is way more easy yes uh but again remember the argument here is that with that being proprietary for xbox series x it's already costs a lot will the price of the hard drives that you put in a playstation 5 continue to come down yada 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 either way whatever but it was a funny video if you want to show the actual video kev if you don't mind at the 251 mark you can see this again uh, without the comparison video this guy going in there getting underneath there uh i didn't put it on here either like the actual pieces of the console like the white fins are just you pull up on one of the corners and slide it off the side uh yeah here you see where expandable storage will go in though for your playstation for your hard drives and get in there and you can see up front here then the two shells uh gary before we move on i do want to talk about the shells i have a question about that from one of the readers what was your uh take here on the storage expansion um i think series x clearly has a far easier solution you just slot a sure. fucking thing in the back and you're done it takes two seconds uh, with the PlayStation 5, yeah, again, you're getting a screwdriver out. You're popping off the uh, the, the the panels. Um, you're you're getting into the guts of the thing. Uh, I imagine it's not terribly difficult to do, but it's certainly far less easy to do uh, than with. The, it literally, couldn't be any easier with the Series X. So the PlayStation 5 looks like you're fucking around with it uh, a little bit. And again, like when I'm seeing this guy opening it up and messing around with it, I'm, it reminds me a lot of um, you know PC. Uh, tech videos that i've watched over the years it's console gaming is getting more like pc gaming with patches and and installs and oh, sure. you know they're, they're getting bigger and looking more like pcs in terms of the the size and form factor and now you and now you've got to now you've got to fuck around inside the guts of the things to 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 expand the memory i don't i don't love it what do you I think mean, I I, I think it's easy enough. It's whatever. I mean, it's NVMe, right? So, I mean, there's that whole argument there. It's the price differential. It's whatever that makes me go uh, either way. But it's also, as we've talked about many times, I don't know how much this is going to play into how I game because it is that thing. Usually I play the game, beat the game, delete the game. Like I don't worry too much about, you know, what's going on. On my PlayStation 4 at launch, one, the first thing I ever did when I got it back to San Francisco from the event was install a new hard drive in it, which was great for the time. But with my Pro, when I bought that, I never touched the hard drives or worried about it again. And so it'll be a case-by-case -case thing as we get going, but I have no plans right now to expand my PlayStation 5 memory. Again, even though there are screwdrivers involved, popping off the top and going in and unscrewing that one piece and then put the hard drive in seems easy enough that if I did want to do it, I wouldn't be worried about it. I've taken apart my PlayStation 5s trying to fucking, or PlayStation 4s, trying to get them not to sound like a jet engine again, so whatever. Again, I agree with you. I, I have eyeballs that it's easier to do the Xbox version of this little thing, plug it right in, but then it is into the tech specs that I'm not of NVMe and all that jazz and uh, cost and proprietary nature of it, but whatever. But like, even with my Xbox, I don't expand it. I don't plan to expand 
I mean, if we get there and all this is happening and I am playing multiple games of service or I have, you know, as soon as this they drop this year and we start seeing when I have three or four AAA games on there and a bunch of indies on there, how does that actually net out? Maybe it'll be a different story then. But I think what we'll I'm see. seeing right now with all the triggered PlayStation fans in the chat is it's a, it's a perfect example of the kind of tribalism that we've been dealing with forever, Greg. I guarantee there's a lot of people right now going, oh, it's only a screw. It's only a screwdriver. You've only got to do this. A lot of, a lot of apologies uh, for, for Sony going on right now. When it comes to the memory, the, 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 the Xbox solution, just stick a thing in the back in one second and you're done, is clearly, 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 inarguably a better, simpler solution. I guarantee you. If this were flipped around right now and it was the Xbox that required you to open up the case and get in there with a screwdriver, all the Sony fans right now would be having a fucking field day going, lol, Microsoft, you've got to open this thing up with a screwdriver. But because it's their console, oh, it's only a screwdriver. People will make any apologies to support the brand or the political candidate or whatever that they like. We've seen, oh, there's soccer team, whatever. We've seen this a million times. I get it. But inarguably, inarguably, the Xbox uh, storage solution is easier way easier than what we're seeing with the playstation 5 right now come on get get fucking realistic that's a fact i agree with you as the leader of the playstation tribe <laughs> but no like i understand what you're saying like yes inarguably it's easier to take this thing and plug it right back in but yeah like i think it comes down to price performance and all that other jazz that again i don't know and it's also i've seen other people call out today as they've talked about it you can use external drives on both these right you can and just transfer your games over when you need them so again this is Cool, but I don't think it's going to be this make or break thing. I'm glad it's there. I'm more interested in the faceplates that you saw get popped off there, Gary. Mama, mm. this is garbage. Wrote into patreon.com slash kind of funny games and says, hello, everyone. Do you think we're going to see the end of special edition consoles for the PlayStation 5 in lieu of special edition face slash side plates? The Xbox 360 and new Nintendo 3DS also had a removable covers and plates, and I love that bit of customization but they never really took off in the way I was expecting them to. Uh, partly because the 360 ones looked kind of cheap, and Nintendo seemed to almost immediately ditch the new Nintendo 3DS for the XL model and 2DS. Sorry for being long-winded. Just curious about your thoughts. Thanks, Mama. This is garbage. Mama, this is garbage. That was not a long-winded question. You are fine. Don't worry. Gary, is this the end of special edition PlayStation? Or for, is this, will PlayStation 5's removable faceplates be the end of special edition consoles? It's a good question. Um, do you do you think that PlayStation will get into the business of um, of uh, releasing uh, uh, special faceplates that you can customize? Remember, like the how the old three sixty oh, yeah. used to have that removable faceplate. Here's what Sony's going to get happen. into that. Greg Miller's Crystal Ball. It is far from the end of special edition PlayStation fives, especially right now as we are talking about trying to get PlayStation fives in the hands of consumers. When they when I'm you would assume. I guess it's cross-gen, but I, let's just, for argument's sake right now, let's, you know what? No, God of War. God of War 2 will have a, a PlayStation 5 special edition because the market will not be saturated with people who have bought PlayStation 5s. And they will want you, they know that people are going to be waiting for God of War and they will buy God of War, so we're going to make a God of War special edition console. They will sell the console that way. Five years from now, six years from now, maybe they're only selling the faceplate, but the, I, even then, I don't think so. I do think you'll see on the, PlayStation Gear Store and in GameStop and all that jazz, there will be PlayStation branded slash published faceplates eventually that are selling that way. But I think really who you're going to see is the custom community take off. When oh, I think of like sure. custom controllers that you see at PAX, right? Controller chaos, all the, the places you walk around and you see these amazing controllers done, you're going to see amazing faceplates that people are making and manufacturing. We talk about like, you know, toasty stickers, the uh, flaming toast that has done stuff for us with uh, stickers for consoles, stickers for controllers, my yeah. Iron Man VR sticker uh, faceplate down there, right? Like I could see, obviously there'll be stickers for your PlayStation, but I could also see tons of people being like, hey, we've 3D, we 3D printed them and now we're painting them and here's some amazing stuff. Definitely. I think that's actually really exciting. Um, I think that once we have the thing in hand and we pop off those face plates and everyone's got the exact dimensions of it, you know, including the clips and everything else that you need, it's just a piece of plastic, right? So anyone can replicate it. I think you're going to see third parties getting into that business. I think you're going to see people 3D printing their yeah. own face plates. I think that's that's a viable option. I think you're going to see some really, really interesting um, custom designs in the third party uh, marketplace and homebrews. Um, and I look forward to seeing that. I think that's going to be really exciting. 
yeah i'm really excited to see what people can do with it and i want it'll be fun to see your favorite artists take commissions and stuff for it like you know think of like chris anka like one of our comic book friend like right if you were to if he's going to start drawing on if he if he can buy or manufacture get 3d printed faceplates or even fuck it take your playstation uh five faceplate to a comic convention when you can go to convention oh sure again, yeah get, it get some sketch on that right yeah that's gonna be awesome There's gonna be a that's a that's that, that's a great idea point point to playstation in in that regard uh, again, I ultimately prefer the the Xbox design. It's just a simple box, and again, I st I still think the um, the PlayStation aesthetic is 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 kind of uh, uh, I don't know ridiculous was the first word that came to mind. Um, but I do think that there's that there's more um, uh, potential in terms. You know, yeah, you can slap stickers on the Series X, but it's always just going to be a black cuboid. Sure. Yeah. Um, the PlayStation Five, I think, uh, you know, with the with the kind of the 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 kind of the contour design and the fact that that uh, that that top plate's going to pop off easily and you can again you could easily uh, 3D print or fabricate your own and third parties are going to get in going to going to get into it. I think you're going to see a lot of really really inventive um, and fun custom designs and I I look forward to seeing those. So overall, Gary Widow, we had the question from Slick on Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny Games, and he talks about seeing the inside of the PlayStation Five. That heat, that heat sink is sick. I'm excited most to see what uh, we are adding to the storage and not replacing like previous consoles. I'm ordering a one terabyte NVMe PCIe 4.0 drive this month to be fully ready for next gen. Then he says, "Anything inside the console excite you guys?" And I think Gary, to wrap it all up. Did you enjoy this walkthrough of the PlayStation 5 today? Like, did it get you more excited for PlayStation 5? Are you just whatever about it? Where, where to wrap all this up today? Where are you at? Yeah, I'm super excited. I mean, you know, on, on both on both sides, every time I see a hands-on impression or a teardown or someone talking about, you know, the new controller or whatever, I get more excited. I told you, I totally have next-gen senioritis at this point. I cannot wait to get my hands on these new consoles. On both of them, I'm equally excited for both. Um, I've got two of each on pre-order, you know, not because I want two of each, but because, you know, I want to have a Somebody's backup in case. Well, yeah, one of them's going to fall through. And if I do end up getting both, I will find someone who needs one and couldn't get one and I'll, yep. I'll pass it along uh, to them. Um, but no, I'm honestly, November 10 and November 12th can't come uh, soon enough for me. I'm super duper excited to, to get into um, into both of these. I do genuinely, on both consoles, do genuinely still have real questions about where the hell I'm going to put these things. Because... Sure that's what helps when i look over here i like i think i got enough i mean are you going to take the playstation 4 out because it'll it'll definitely fit under there i mean yeah hope on knock on wood i can take the playstation 4 out and everything i was playing or wanted to play on it will be on playstation 5 right and again there's still, there's still so many unanswered questions about how robust the back backwards compatibility is going to be um i'm i'm hopeful and confident in the next in the remaining uh what uh, we still got a month to go um that uh that playstation you know like, hopefully they'll, they'll start seeding some influences and, and press outlets with um uh, uh, uh demo units, units that yeah. we can really start you know getting into the guts of it ourselves doing the testing seeing how backwards compatible like for i'll give you a simple example like i wanted I, on day one and i'm sure i'll be able to do this day one i want to be able to swap out my ps4 pro for the ps5 and start playing Fall Guys on my PlayStation 5, day one, no hassles. I'm sure that's gonna be the case. I don't know for 100% for sure. Um, yeah. But, you know, and, and, and that's why that's why I wanna start seeing some journalists and and uh, tech bloggers getting their hands on these things and, and putting, the, putting the unit through some really uh, robust uh, testing. But yeah, I'm really excited for both. 100%. Um, before we switch off to this, to uh, even bigger, playstation news the nanobiologist writes into you're wrong with a psa it says don't buy an ssd for your playstation 5 just yet PlayStation yeah, I was gonna say the is same working thing. on compatible compatibility list for the playstation 5 and that list has not yet been released not every ssd or nvme drive will work with the playstation 5 at launch that's a great point i would not spend a nickel on expandable storage for the playstation 5 yet until sony comes out with an official list of approved approved yeah. uh, devices like again anyone from the pc world knows this before you buy a component for your pc you got to go on like pc part picker or one of these websites and make sure that the ram that you're getting or whatever is going to be compatible with your motherboard there's all kinds of issues there are going to be those issues here people are going to run out and buy the wrong they're going to buy the wrong kind of um storage for their for their playstation 5 because they didn't do the research first please wait for it please wait for an official list from sony in terms of what the compatible options are before you buy anything because you you could wind up uh, getting burned however 
PlayStation 5, complete teardown. Here's all this stuff. You'd think it'd be the biggest news of the day for PlayStation. It is not, ladies and gentlemen. Number two on the Roper Report, PlayStation trophies are changing. Kevin, I have an image for you to show. Uh, This is from the PlayStation blog. The first thing you'll notice is the big change to your trophy level. While increasing the trophy level range from the current 1 to 100, we're, I'm sorry, we're increasing the trophy level range from the current 1 to 100 level to 1 to 999. This is your level, ladies and gentlemen. This is your level, Gary. So following this update, your trophy level will automatically uh, be remapped to the new level within this new range based on the trophies you've earned to date. For example, if your trophy level is 12, your new level will jump to somewhere in the low 200s. The exact level will depend on the number and grades of trophies you've acquired. There will be no changes to the trophies already earned or trophy information, such as unlock requirements. Then we have breakdowns. New level calculation structure. We've implemented a new trophies level calculation system uh, that is more optimized and rewarding. Players will progress quicker uh, through the early levels, and levels will increase more consistently. Platinum trophies will count more towards your level progression, making them even more valuable. Now we get into this. New trophy level icons. This is what you're looking at. At, With an expanded level range, we're also updating the trophy level icon on PlayStation 5 as well as PlayStation app at a later date. Currently, Currently, the trophy icon is a single gold star, but... We're adding a few variants. And as you can see here, uh, bronze is 1 to 299, silver is 300 to 599, 600 to uh, 998 is gold, and then platinum is 999, right? Each one of those, with the exception of platinum, is broken down uh, into hundreds, right? So there's different levels to bronzes and silvers, and the icon corresponds to it differently to show you how cool you are and how many cool trophies you have. Uh, the icons uh, will also have a subtle distinction, like I just said, to show you which level, how close you are to level. Lastly, just for clarity, trophies you've earned on previous PlayStation systems will come with you to PlayStation 5, just as they have in previous generation transitions. The new trophy levels will be reflected in all locations that trophy levels are shown, including past systems playstation app in my playstation all of these updates will be automatically implemented on the system side starting later tonight in north america and tomorrow in europe now if that wasn't exciting enough ladies and gentlemen because let me tell you that is fucking awesome nibel on twitter caught this over on the french playstation blog they had a subhead called track your progress on your playstation 5 console On PlayStation 5, you'll be able to track your progress towards individual trophies for compatible PS5 games. For example, you'll sometimes see how many artifacts you have to collect or how many armor upgrades you need before unlocking the trophy. Of course, Xbox has had this all generation. This is something trophy hunters like myself have wanted so badly, and you thought it's a no-brainer that it would be included here. It was in the French PlayStation blog, and then there was an update from Nibel. They've removed the trophy progress tracking bit lol. So it's got to be happening, and they put it up early in French, and they took it down, but it's fucking going on. It is happening. Trophies are getting a new breath of fresh air tonight, and let me tell you, Gary, if you thought I was fucking insufferable about trophies before. Oh, I did. Oh, I did. You ain't seen nothing yet, you British bastard. I got different levels of these things to get to now. Holy fuck. Oh, my God. So, so So you're excited about this change? You think this is a positive change? Yeah, it's goofy and stupid, and it's also this first taste of uh, next-gen trophies and all this stuff. Yeah, it's 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 a cool idea. Why not? I, I like for me, it's the this constant uh, thing of like as, as somebody who's a high level in trophies, right? Right? Right now, I'm f- level forty-two in trophies. Like that number is cool to see go up, but it goes up so goddamn slowly, and I just don't think about it all that often. I'm more about uh, you know the I, we celebrate the number of platinums I have right with the milestones of that. This thing actually leveling up and then showing it. Like, so if I'm a 42, you assume it doubles, so I'll be 84, which will put me into the high. Or I'm sorry, that's, that's, that tracks, right? Because if it was 100 before and now there, whatever. I'm going to go in, but it doesn't matter. Wherever I am, there's going to be another level to reach. I'm not going to be level 999. I'm going to be somewhere probably what in the silvers? Does that make sense? So maybe the golds and then off the another. I'm, surpri- I'm surprised Greg, that you're not going to be automatically top tier because I mean, well, you first off, I don't know. I don't officially know. Don't get ahead of yourself. I could be, I could be top tier. I don't officially know, but when he, right here, your trophy levels 12, your new level will jump somewhere in the low two hundreds. So I'm saying you like double it and add I'm, a zero. I'm just, right? I'm just so if you double not, this and add it to zero. I'm just um, saying if not you, who, I mean, I don't know anyone well, who fucking props at the mouth about trophies more than you. Please, well, first off, PS4 trophies. 
I mean, don't you don't you don't you go out of your way to play shitty games just because they're easy trophies? Uh, Gary, I sure do. <laughs> Proud of it, dude. <laughs> uh, no, there's people who like, but like, I also then go play a lot of really great games, and I also then have to go and do shows and stuff and work a job. There's plenty of people who play, like Josh Gravelick, the Platinum Prince, one of the kind of funny best friends. He's super into him. Brian from PS4 Trophies on YouTube, maybe even PlayStation PS5 Trophies now. I think he got that name. Like, they're all way more. They're dedicating their lives to platinuming everything and getting everything and going through and having crazier levels and crazier uh, things. It's just one of those, it's for you to look at me and think that I'm like obsessed with trophies. It's just one of those things of like in the, in the, you know, in the land of the blind, the one eye King, you know what I mean? Like that's what you're looking at. No, you're right. You're right. I mean, compared to me, I mean, I, as you know, I don't give a flying fuck about trophies or Xbox achievements. They're not, they're not something I, I factor in when I'm calculating my, my, uh, my self-worth. Uh, I know that for a lot of people, they are a big deal. And I do think they do add value and fun uh, in limited ways to certain games. I just don't understand the mentality of people who will play shitty games or or grind really relentlessly boring, fucking monotonous portions of games just to get uh, a gold star. Uh, no, you know, no offense to Kevin. You know, it's it. You know, it, it's it, I, I get it. It's it's momentarily fun when an achievement or a trophy pops, and they go, "Oh, okay, nice." But like, I'm not obsessively looking up my score. And you're right. Like, com- compared to to me, who is like at the absolute bottom level of like how much I care about trophies, you seem hardcore to me. But I know that yeah. there are people above you uh, who are like who devote their lives to these things. So to and to them, you would be considered a, a lightweight. Right, amateur, amateur yeah, hour here. Yeah. I saw in the chat them call it Power Picks. That's another another great trophy resource site. Yes, you're right. That is 100 correct. But yeah, it's just that for me, the trophies are just something fun to get. You know that. I think them changing it and making it more dynamic so that there's more of a feeling of ranking up and questing for something is great. And I can't wait to see that be implemented tonight. And I just think that you know it's cool to see. You know, you're saying you don't care about it and you're not putting you don't value your self worth on it. Some people do value their self-worth. And I'm hoping that, you know, one day there'll be like a company that will give you a loan and they'll take that into consideration. Like, what oh, sure. Like they want your is. credit score and they want to know how many fucking plats you have. I get it. That's, I'd like yeah. it because, I mean, it's one of those things where, you know, there's, it's hard to get a loan sometimes, especially when you don't have that much of like a resource or a background. Trophies would be cool. But it'd also be cool if they took into consideration like your education and job history. Hey, everybody. Oh, sure. You can get an ad-free version of this show on patreon.com slash games. And speaking of ads, Greg Way, let's talk about Upstart. During these economically turbulent times, everyone is looking for a way to feel more financially secure. So if you're still needlessly throwing money every month at high-interest credit card debt, it's time you checked out Upstart, the revolutionary online lending platform that knows you're more than just a credit score. Now is the time to find out how low your Upstart rate can be, help pay off those high-interest credit card debts. Unlike other lenders, Upstart can reward you based on your education and job history, not your trophy level yet in the form of a smarter interest rate. Uh, You don't need a degree or a diploma to apply though. Upstart lets you skip going to the bank because it's completely online. They offer loans uh, from $1,000 to $50,000 so you can consolidate your debt into one easy fixed rate payment. Upstart makes it fast and simple to check your rate. Since it's just a soft pull, it won't affect your credit score. The hard pull happens after you accept your rate and proceed with your application. The best part, if the loan is approved and accepted, most people get their funds the very next business day. Over 400,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit cards and meet their financial goals. Free yourself from the burden of high-interest credit card debt and get back to using your money with Upstart. See why Upstart has a 4.9 out of 5 ranking on Trustpilot and hurry to upstart.com slash kfgames to find out how low your Upstart rate can be. Checking your rate takes only a few minutes. That's upstart.com slash kfgames. Your loan amount will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Not all applicants will qualify for the full amount. Again, upstart.com slash kfgames. Up next is Quip. When's the last time you got rewarded for brushing your teeth? With Quip's new smart electric toothbrush, good habits can earn you great perks like free products, gift cards, and more. You've probably heard us talk about Quip a million times. I know you have. I use Quip all the time. Jen uses Quip all the time. Tim uses Quip all the time. What I want you to know is that when I read this ad for the Quip smart electric toothbrush, I actually went on Quip, bought it with my own money, used the code of, well, I think the code's for first timer, so I couldn't use it. But I went and got this thing. It's in the mail, and I'm very excited for it. Why, you might ask? The Quip Smart Brush for adults and kids connects with the Quip app uh, with the Bluetooth. You get to track when and how well you brush, get tips and coaching to improve your habits. But what gets me excited, because it's a lot like trophies, you earn points for daily brushing and bonus points for completing challenges like streaks. 
You then redeem the rewards, redeem the points for rewards, like free products, gift cards, and discounts from Quip and partners. I did this. I am getting it, and I can't wait. Uh, if you already have a Quip, you can upgrade with a smart motor, and it keeps the features you know and love. The so sensitive sonic vibrations, two-minute timer with 30-second pulses for a guided clean. It's slim, lightweight, sleek, and there's no wires or bulky charger to weight you down. Uh, of course, we've talked about this before. You can get floss there. You can get toothpaste there. And no matter what you get, it's delivered every three months on the dentist-recommended schedule. So you always have the best stuff available. Join over 5 million miles who use Quip and save hundreds compared to other Bluetooth brushes when you get Smart Quip Brush uh, for $45. Uh, start getting rewards for brushing your teeth today at getquip.com slash games. Right now, get your first refill free. Uh, that's your first refill free at getquip.com slash games. G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash games. Quip, better oral health, made simple and rewarding. And then the final sponsor of the day is Brooklinen. You've heard us talk about Brooklinen before. You know I'm Greg Miller, and I only sleep in Brooklinen sheets, and now I only use Brooklinen towels. They are so soft and plush and great. Brooklinen gives your daily routines a little something extra, and with varying levels of plushness, the towel of your dreams is waiting to wrap you up. And with all this extra time at home, it might be nice to invest in a little extra softness and absorbency. It's perfectly fine to stay in your towel all day after you shower, especially if you're not on video calls or if you are and they just don't show you from below the waist. Kevin, remind me one day just to wear the towel for you. Uh, that's no. how much... <laughs> I love Brooklyn and you will too. Brooklyn is a perfect place to find all the comforts of home, including ultra soft towels. They're so confident in their product that everything comes with a lifetime warranty. Use the promo code games for 10% off your first order at brooklinen.com. That's B R O O K L I N E N.com. Promo code games. Brooklyn and everything you need to live your most comfortable life. Now, believe it or not, Gary, we are still in the Roper report. And I will tell you ahead of time, this new story is going to be bittersweet for you guys, all right? You and Kevin. Number all three, right. Super Nintendo World is launching this spring in Japan. This is Jordan Oleman over at IGN.com. Kevin, I have an image if you want to toss it up. Super Nintendo World is reportedly now planning to open in spring 2021 at Universal Studios Japan. Pop culture website Caillou uh, reports that the Super Mario theme uh, park is planning to open early next year. Super Nintendo World was supposed to open in July 2020, but its launch was indefinitely delayed back in June 2020 in the midst of the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic. Kotaku's Brian Ashcraft suggests that the opening date for Super Nintendo World may be April 2021 due to the fact that this is when the country is currently considering removing its entry ban for tourists. The, Ka the Caillou uh, report also reveals that the Mario Cafe and Store, which will apparently open prior to the official launch of the theme park in its uh, Hollywood Boulevard area, uh, offering Nintendo merchandise and, theme and themed food and drinks. Some of the images shown offer a glimpse at the confectionery, including a pancake sandwich shaped like Mario and Luigi's iconic caps, a super mushroom cup, and a set of themed Mario Brothers drinks with cute straws that make it look like you've got the face, you've got the face furniture made famous by the mustache plumbers. Now, Gary, you remember when we first started talking about Super Nintendo World. We, it was when we got to be that. in the same room. We got to be in the same room, the same oh, studio. You and Kevin hatched a plan to go there and have kind of funny pay for it. Uh, well, Par parts of that are right. I think Gary yeah, offered to play for my ticket yeah, if we Kevin, went. Kevin, Kevin's, yeah, Kevin's um, re a recollection of this is more accurate. And by yeah. the way, it still stands. Uh, obviously, we had to kick the can down the road. Greg sure. got to breathe a sigh of relief here because, you know, we let, let him off the hook. But, you know, you, you dodged it, but not forever. It's coming. That bullet is boomeranging back around, let me tell you. That's bullets um, often do in the wanted universe. Um, <gasps> next, next spring or next summer, whenever, you know, we all collectively decide that it's safe to do so, I still think we should do it. I think you should put it on the thermometer. You should raise some, some money. You for want it on the thermometer for January. Trip. We go to Japan. I, and I'm and I'm and I'm telling you, the offer still stands. I will pay for Kevin's ticket. All right, let's I, call I Tim Gettys. I let's will get Tim Gettys. Kevin's, Kevin's already fully funded by me. Well, implant it in, in Tim's stead. head. Because he's always looking Gary, for you, things. You for can prove our how serious you are by just granting me a star to just show how much you mean it. Asking for stars will never get you a star, Kevin. It's true. That's what I read online. No. Yeah. Tim Gettys, it's Greg Miller. You're on Kind of Funny Games Daily. How are you? I'm good. So we were just talking about uh, Super Nintendo Land over in Japan, and it reignited the conversation that Gary wants to have us all go to Japan and do videos over there, and that if we do it, he'll pay for Kevin. 
So then he brought up the great idea that wow. you need to, you need to put it on the thermometer for January because they're thinking about opening in April. So if we put it on the thermometer in January, kind of funny goes to Japan. Parentheses Gary pays for Kevin's ticket. I, you, I want you to noodle on that. Okay, I'll noodle on it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, do you really I mean, think that the world will be in a place that we can go to Japan in April? That's the best part. Think of it this way: you put it on the thermometer, we earn all the money. If it happens in April and we can go to Japan, great. If it doesn't, we got a bunch of free money. No, no, no. That that money would just stay there until that, that's that money would still be earmarked. Oh, hold on, no, Japan. sorry, get, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, we're live. We're live. No, no, we're live. See, the problem is that uh, right there, my personal banker for kind of funny Gary Witta Esquire says that no, the money would have to stay in the account and be earmarked for when we. Yeah, go to you would. You you would. That money would be used to for that trip. For just at, at whatever point it's safe to go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm down. I, I need to go to Japan. I need to go. Okay. To I want you to think about it. Just think about it for the thermometer. Come up, and it doesn't have to be everybody. It could just be. I mean, we can do it right now. We can settle it. It can be you. It can be me. It can be Gary. It can be Kevin. That can be the team. I'm in. Okay. You sold me. All right. Cool. There you go. So, so put on the thermometer and figure out how much we got to ask for. Wahoo. Okay. <laughs> All right. Bye. <laughs> Let's go. There you go. That, look at so Gary. Listen. Even um, in COVID times, even when Gary can't leave his basement, if you're standing, if you got, if you're making, what you're making moves, you're standing still. Like the Gary always says. Now listen, um, yes, look, look, we've 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 got to do it. Um, we're, we're Super Nintendo World in California. Uh, I'd be oh, saying no there. fucking no fucking chance anyone's going in April because shit's not going to still. I, I I think we'll be very very lucky if things are back on their feet by April. That to me is the best case scenario. In Japan and the rest of Asia, they're actually getting this shit under control. There's still an issue of whether or not they'll even let you in from the United States. Uh, in April. That's my because, main you know, thing. Is I, even if they get it under control, I don't think they're going to be like, all right, the, come on the, over, America. The, the 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 point is this: at whatever time it is deemed uh, safe uh, and 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 practical to go you should absolutely go like this is prime prime kind of funny content there's no doubt in my mind that you will hit whatever thermometer goal you put on there i've got kevin covered already you you've simply got to go there's there's no scenario where you don't go it's it, it's it's not a matter of if but when surely i just love the idea of an international trip with gary Witta, kevin and tim that's going to be shenanigans unto itself you know oh i'm not going oh i'm, you're paying, just paying, for for Ke- I'm, I'm paying for kevin to go as my proxy all right, Kevin, we now I have accept. a fourth slot. Who are we bringing? Is it going to be Blessing? Is it going to be Nick? Is it going to be Andy? Is it going to be Bear? Is it going to be Joey? Is it going to be Cool Greg? Well, Cool Greg probably won't. I feel like Blessing will get the most out of it, you know? I don't think he even likes Nintendo. I mean, sh- I mean, sh- I mean sh- again, you're, you're leaving content on the table here. Surely there should be some kind of, oh. of contest. Gary's right. There should among be among the contest. kind of funny team to decide who gets to go. Well, see, here's the thing is I think we, we make it into some kind of weird game show how we'll decide rounds mm-hmm. and stuff and physical challenges, but it's actually Gary. It's Gary getting to pick. Who gets yeah. to fill Gary's yeah, slot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get his Gary crown back on. Like King Gary like chooses. A, a, a series of ever-escalating trials and contests uh, in which I am the sole arbiter. This is the kind of content I can get behind. Let's do Number it. four and final on the Roper Report, ladies and gentlemen. Baldur's Gate look, 3 looks to be a success. This is James O'Connor over at GameSpot. October 6th marks, marked uh, the early access launch day for Baldur's Gate 3, which follows the 2000s beloved Baldur's Gate 2. And the game is off to a strong start. The new sequel, which was developed by Larian Studios, is currently the best-selling game on both Steam and GOG. It is also available on Stadia. At the time of writing, the game's highest concurrent player count on Steam has peaked at just over 70,000, extremely high for a full-priced early-access game. The game's surprise release on Mac has likely driven early sales, too. Larian Studios tweeted out about the time of launch that their game seemed to have briefly broken Steam with their sales traffic. Just a short one for you. Congrats to them, obviously. Uh, Baldur's Gate 3, much, uh, much... very anticipated. I don't know where I was going with it for. A much loved series. There it was. A much loved series. Uh, and obviously, people have been anticipating this one. So, congrats to them. I've been super excited about it. I've said a number of times that uh, I wanted to play Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, Alana and I have been uh, uh, discussing plans to play um, in the online uh, multiplayer. Nice. Uh, have mode. you started it yet I, or no? I just installed it this morning. I am not going to dive in just yet because Jason Schreier posted some initial impressions uh, that made it sound like they're still having some real issues with bugs um, and, and stability type stuff. So my preference would be to wait a little bit for a patch or two and jump in when it's uh, a bit more stable. But it's, it, it's, aside from that, it sounds great. It's just, just what I want right now. Good. 
Gary, what I want right now isn't something that's coming in April. It isn't something that's coming November 12th. I want something I can taste and touch right now. If I wanted to know where the mom and grop shops came to, what the fuck, where would I go? The official list of upcoming software on each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily show hosts each and every weekday. I'll tell you what, guys. I started I started making the Busan coffee, like grinding it here and, and make, not just getting the cans as an afternoon treat, starting my day with the Busan beans. And let me tell you, it speeds my mind up. And sometimes my mouth can't keep up, but I'm having a great time over here. Out today, Area 86 on Xbox One, uh, Skate Master Techno on Xbox One, Virtual Cottage on PC, and Shmoobidiboo on Switch. I'm not Wait, even what? making that name up. <laughs> I would go shmoobity shmoobity boo. Shmoobity boo. Shmoobity boo. Shmoobity boo. We got to pull that one. We have to pull it. Kevin, pull me shmoobity boo on Switch. Uh, new dates for you. Uh, the Red Lantern comes to Switch and PC October 22nd. Uh, Paradox Vector is slated to end its early access Steam status and officially release on a day that I got cut off. Maybe it's today. I'll look into my notes later. Uh, and then A Tale of Paper comes to PlayStation 4 October 21st. Blair Witch gets an Oculus Quest edition on October. I'm sorry, Donktober 29th. And then What the Golf comes to Steam on Donktober 22nd. He's Here is shmoobity boo. Shmoobity boo. Shmoobity boo lands. Shamoobity boo. All right. Very cute. <laughs> I don't Same know why boo lands. All right. It's okay. It's done. Oh, it kind of looks like Super Meeple. Oh, but you're controlling. Oh, it looks like it might be like a like a, a puzzler. No, it's not. Like at all. a like a like a bullet hell platformer or something. Look at this thing. Words. There's a shop. Okay. Uh, deals of the day for items. you. PlayStation Now is adding Days Gone, Medieval, Friday the 13th, Trine 4, and Rad. So if you want to jump on the PlayStation Now train, you can get on that. I know at least Days Gone is through January. I would imagine maybe the others are too, but I could be wrong. And then, Gary, it's time to squat up. This is where one of you writes into patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. Give me your name, username, platform of choice, why you need help in a video game. I read here. The best friends come and find you. And everybody has fun together. Uh, today, Bilbo Baggin Zeds. Needs help. In what video game? He says Halloween. What's his name? The Ghost of Halloween Present. And then what do you need? He says, so we can help help Greg rediscover the spirit of Halloween and the Halloween Blazer. I had forgotten about this bit, Gary. But if you remember, in October, for the entire month, I wore the Halloween Blazer on Kind of Funny Games Daily. Which is at what, the is studio. Was that like a David S. Pumpkins yeah, kind of thing that you were yeah, wearing? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, It's at the studio, and I will get it for you, Bilbo, and I will start wearing it. I can't promise I'll get to the studio today, but I will get there soonish and get it for you. Next week, guaranteed. Next week, completely guaranteed. Time to find out what we got wrong. Remember, if you're watching live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames, you are supposed to go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. Tell us what we got wrong so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later. As usual... Mainly people just fucking editorializing, editorializing, editorializing. And that's always annoying right here. My favorite is this one where Jake gives me a link to this thing. Is I don't think it's going to be made real, but damn, it looks good. Why would you put that in there? That's not a you're wrong at all. That is you just trying to fucking bring the chat to this goddamn thing. You're wrong is not the chat. You sit over in the chat with Lexi Gunner. Also, Lexi Gunner says, where's the mug, Greg? If you didn't notice, it's Pumpkey 2.0. I have this Pumpkey. Don't worry, there's a pumpkin. And I've been oh, drinking like out of that, that all October. Nobody's referenced it. Thank you, Lexi, for trying to throw me into the bus, but then I'll also understand. Um, Gabe Hewitt says, Gary asked about the console volumes. According to Eurogamer, the Series X is 6.86 liters in volume. According okay. to The Verge, the PS5 is 10.5 liters in volume. How does that work? I'm, I'm bigger is better. That, you know? that sounds wrong. I feel like the, the Xbox, it's got so much more space for volume. It's a, it's that, a, doesn't make, that, that, that does not make any sense. It's a rectangular prism, you know? It's very volume efficient. That makes no sense at all. Uh, Marley Nito's, uh, this is, I'm going to allow it. You know what? I just bitched about this. No, I can't. That's the chat. Sorry. Uh, hit up Kevin on Twitter for your answer. Uh, what? What do you want? No, I don't, we're not doing the chat. Oh, come on. Do it for me. Um, and this is interesting. I hadn't heard this. Murph Dad says, uh, 
Dengenki Online reported PS5 has no noticeable fan noise in his cold. Oh, no, that is actually what we talked about. Then. So, no, I know I've heard that all the we talked about that before, all the Japan stuff. Uh, we weren't wrong about that. You were wrong for not listening to the show. Everybody, here's what I want you to do when you go home tonight. Say hello to your family, make a peanut butter and jelly for the dog. Then you go into your room, you shut the door, you look into your mirror. No lights on. Look into the mirror. And you just think, did I handle your wrong correctly? Am I filling it with superfluous bullshit <laughs> that nobody cares about? And is, is are Greg and Gary talking about like, oh man, I really like the how the PlayStation's got this white and black motif. And you're like, yes, but red is also a color. Did we need that? You're wrong. We didn't need that. You're wrong. And so this is gonna be tough. <laughs> internet, I, want Greg. You, I want you to stand up. Did you did you pit. just show up on the internet? This is this is what it's like. This is the fucking internet. Uh, Greg, I, I yeah. had someone on the internet tell me that black and white aren't colors. They're the absence of colors and all of the colors. And then I yelled at him uh, explaining that that was light. Freaking Welcome idiot. to the internet where even when you're right, you're wrong. Ladies and gentlemen, many of you have disappointed. I'm kidding. <laughs> we got a post show to do over on patreon.com slash kind of funny games. I hope you stick around for it. Uh, however, if you don't want to remember, this is kind of funny games daily each and every weekday, twitch.tv slash kind of funny games, youtube.com slash kind of funny games, podcast services around the globe, no matter where you get the show or consume it. Thank you so much. We love and appreciate you. And until next time, no, it's been our pleasure to serve. Wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. Wait, 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 Kevin, 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 I didn't cut. I didn't cut. Are you there, Maybe Kevin? Maybe it's a gold star performance. You know what I mean? Oof. Oh, you know what? He, he, I was he, about to give I him a gold say, star <laughs> for a good show. I know, I know. He it's just, fine. He, it's he, fine. He said it, and now he's not getting one. I didn't want it. I didn't want it. You keep your gold star. See what you get. Maybe a donut. I'm going to fucking keep it. I'm going to keep it. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, Gary, do you not have something to say? I, I, I was going to give you a gold star for a show. I thought you were... I thought you were gonna. Uh, I was gonna give you a something. gold star. I was Brag gonna give you a gold star, but doing. then you put your hand out for one, and I right. retracted. The show's over now. <laughs>